0: Welcome to the Dairy Brothers Guardians Cast, your best podcast spot for all things Cleveland Guardians baseball. Presented by waitingfornextyear.com. Follow Matt on Twitter at DairySpeaks and Todd at TDGuardiansKU. The Dairy Brothers Guardians Cast is on the air.
1: Wow, did Josh Naylor save the season? Probably possibly all of those things it is dairy brothers guardians cast for another week at waiting for next the evergreen podcast and network on a monday may the 13th or the 15th we even know fifteenth, baby but, uh...
0: <laughs> i know i know what date it is because it's my sister-in-law's birthday today oh happy
1: jessica birthday
0: jessica is yeah i, w- I won't out her she's younger out. than me she's younger than me but she looks fantastic she is. She's peaking right now. I got to give her. I got to give her credit. <laughs> Where's I this love going? my sister-in-law?
1: I don't know. It was <laughs> her birthday today. Matt and Todd with you on a uh, glorious Monday. And and really yesterday was a huge day uh, for the guardians as they knock off the angels four to three. They take the series. Uh, they win two out of three. So they go five and four on the homestand again. Great pitching Tanner. Bobby pitched well, but Todd, what a, what a roller coaster of a week, but the weekend was highlighted by Josh Naylor who Set a major league record, three home runs in three straight days in three straight eighth innings to give him the lead. Uh, And he, and he really did, maybe did save the season because this team had been scuffling and he was fantastic. My God,
0: I still can't get over the fact, well, there's several things. And I saw the, the the, yesterday when he went deep um, in the eighth inning, Sandoval, Uh, was pitching so well for the angels, you know, that he got into a little bit of trouble, but like, okay, you want to leave Sandoval in lefty lefty against Naylor. I mean, yes. I think everyone in the entire league knows that Josh Naylor doesn't hit lefties very well. I mean, I know Friday night, he crushed that Homer off of a lefty. I was there was Matt Moore. Um, But wouldn't you rather have Matt Moore come back out and face him again and take those odds rather than, Taking or 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 leaving Sandoval out there, lefty lefty, and then yanking him. But Phil Nevin, the Angels manager, who um, really but uh, uh, coached uh, managed a clinic on how to not manage your bullpen this this weekend. Takes him out. Goes to his closer, Esteves, who you know first pitch was a uh, um, what's it called a delay? Well, not a delay. What was that stupid ball. thing going on? Automatic violation. Ball. So he and then the second pitch he threw was a ball. Naylor was sitting dead red on that fastball, and he destroyed it. By the way, the wind was blowing straight in yesterday, so he really tagged that ball. But I, I don't know if I, I'm not going to go as far as saying he saved the season, Naylor. But if you go back to last year, the team really took off, and it was a it was a year ago last week when Naylor had the infamous game against the white Sox, where he hit the three run homer in the grand slam. And this is feels has a similar feeling to it. The offense still didn't do much, um, you know, overall, but we actually saw some home run balls and look, Hey, they won two out of three because they actually hit some home runs. It's not a coincidence, but I got to give Naylor a ton of credit because three Home runs in the eighth inning to give your team the lead in three consecutive games is just incredible. And he really seems to pick the right spots to do so. And I'm so happy for him because he's such a good dude. And you see his interviews after the game. He just, he's such a, he's just a great dude. So I'm happy for him. I'm happy for the team. They really needed that badly because let's be honest, they played like total crap against the Tigers. And for the most part, they didn't play good baseball against the Angels either.
1: No, and that's been the biggest concern and, and, and first first and foremost you have to laud josh Naylor for what he's done like we said it's a it's a major league record it's something that's never been done before uh in the live ball era or whatever that means uh following the merger since the merger might as well do that uh, that's a good bit the nfl bit a merger <laughs> a partnership yeah <laughs> uh by the way we're brought to you by the center for advanced dentistry groove ride and breaking t t-shirts at breaking com slash dairy um, thanks to our friends at the uh, evergreen podcast network, but no, seriously um, carrying the team like that on a weekend where they don't get much offense again, you know, Friday night, they scored just enough where you felt pretty good. And then Klaus, blew the save. You've got to outscore the angels. The angels lineup is really, really good. Then you had Moniac the other day who had just, they had just brought up from triple a. And remember he was number one overall pick years ago. He's no slouch. I mean, he's got talent he comes up and is spraying the ball over the place on Saturday you know Renfro who I wish we had in right field uh, Neto they've got a nice lineup Drury Rendon when he's healthy he's never healthy
0: G- but Gio who kills us
1: yeah so they have a good they have a good lineup and you you know playing the angels you've got to win games 8-6 6-5 six, six, like that and you know first couple days again Friday and Saturday at least early not a lot of offense yesterday not a lot of offense until a Naylor bomb and it's still a concern, uh, you know, and we could talk about that. But like you just said, Todd, you bring up a great point. Bad baseball being played. Outs on the bases, drop pop-ups leading to two run home runs. You know, that, you know, missed cutoff men happened in the Detroit series. The ball's is rolling around the infield and the Tiger guy runs home. Ball misses the cutoff man the other night. Uh, Angels take the extra base. That's unacceptable. And they've got to clean that up as they head on the road this week to play the White Sox and the Mets. Yeah,
0: it's 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 not good when they're, the, the 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 style of baseball they're playing. Well, first of all, I, some of the some of the decisions that are being made, I don't understand. Like they're not running nearly enough. Um, you know, we lead the league in stolen bases. Run. They They're never it's, on
1: base, and they still hey, lead well, the league in stolen bases. Yeah, that's that's, pretty that's good. What's
0: so, that's what's so crazy. But I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. Um, you know, I was there Friday night um, and, you know, they, 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 they are playing, I'll give them this. They're still at least battling to the end. Yes. I mean, I know they won two out of three, but you know, they had Friday night's game, the all three games, they made a late game comeback to take the lead. Just the Friday night game was obviously blown. Um, so it, you can see it's there. It's just, you know, it comes back to once again that nobody is hitting. I mean, you know, you 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 look at yesterday's game, or, or or and and they you know they had seven hits, but like you know, seven four runs on seven hits, and we're like, oh my god, they scored four runs on seven hits. I know it's a miracle. You I know. know. And this weekend they scored four, eight, and four, and all of a sudden, you know, we talked about this on with the executive producer. The, the tone of this podcast was going to be way more positive because we actually scored some runs. I mean, they, you know, I, I, I come back to what I said last week when you look at the, the overall schedule of, of games that they've played and it's like every single game, it's either a close win or a close loss or they may get blown out from time to time. We are not blowing anyone out. Here, here's this week's games, just like last week, okay? So they lost 6-2 Monday, then it was... Two nothing win, five nothing loss, five four loss, eight six win, four three win. So once again, it comes back to everything has to work correctly. The bullpen is totally taxed because the good guys always are having to pitch. And now, because we're having such an issue with every one of these games being close, you have to use these guys, certain guys in certain spots. And Samlin, I got to give you—you know—you know—I'm no Samlin fan. Sandlin pitched really well the other night. Because he had, they had no choice. They had to use him. So when you don't get those opportunities to blow teams out ever, and the pitching, like you have been saying for weeks, has to be so fine right? that it just puts such pressure on these guys. And, you know, you can't go through a major league season and win a division playing one-run games or two-run games every night. You just can't. You know, you need some laughers here and there. I don't know when that's going to happen, but I'd like to see it sometime soon. Yeah. There's been a, a stress on the pitching, you know, look at Cal
1: Quantrill. I thought he had two really good starts this past week with the twins where he had the no hitter going. And then the other night against the angels, he, gave, I mean, it didn't look great early when it was three to nothing. You're like, Oh, come on, Cal, what are you doing? But these guys are squeezing the baseball hard because they don't get any support. It was three nothing angels. He ends up going six. He gets that John Lowe quality start, Just put it in the, in the record books. And, uh, Goes six and allows three or less. So he did his job against that lineup with arguably two of the top five players in the game and Trout and Otani. Not even arguably, they are. And I thought for the most part, they did a pretty good job on Otani. I mean, they kept him in the ballpark this weekend.
0: They pitched to him well. There were some times where he just, I think it was, I know yesterday. yesterday Yesterday's a little slicer. yeah. Yeah, but he just, he's so good. Like, yeah. He just poked that pitch and it was a good pitch. It was away and he just went with it because right. it's that good. Did Trout
1: or Otani Homer this weekend? I don't think I no, did. neither of them did. So that's that's good. But like you're putting so much stress on these pitchers because every game you're right is a grind because this team cannot score. <laughs> and how many times? And then when they are scoring, Todd, it's all right, first and third to start the game off against Detroit. Sweet. Quan gets a double, Ahmed hits a single the right side. Now it's first and third. And we're waiting on a Jose sack fly and the innings over. That's not going to cut it. Like, can we get a ball in the gap? Can we get a ball over the wall? Like I know Jose got hit one of the fence the other day, but um, you know, it's, you know, sack fly, fly Kings. We used to make jokes about (laughs) last year with Owen Miller, Mr. Sack fly, but like, no, you've got to put a crooked number up once in a while. Like Rick Manning says, I need a three pointer early. Well, you're right. And you know
0: what? It was so nice on Saturday that they actually had that bit, you know, they, when they had the sixth run eighth, well, when, when was the last time you remember them having like a, Hey, they batted around this inning, you know, like it they just, did, which they did. Yeah. yeah. And it was, it was so nice to see. And it came at such a good time. And, and again, I, like you said, it, that game, the sloppy baseball, you know, the Ahmed dropping the pop-up.
1: Oh my God. You know,
0: I'll tell you what though, for, you know, I went to two games, um, back-to-back games this week that I went to Ahmed had four hits and three hits you know it'd be just for you actually just for you Look, Ahmed's number one fan
1: I mean he's he is what he is I mean to, to, to go over this on the podcast again is it is a broken record uh dropping a pop-up which led to the netto to run homer where the inning would have been over and, you know, Eli Morgan ended up getting the win on Saturday. And he kind of deserved joke. it because he got three outs. Right. That's true. But, <laughs> and those runs were unearned, but like, my gosh, etched the ball Neto's fly. This guy was a number one. Good. Netto. Number one pick last year, like 13th overall and is immediately up playing and just
0: making acrobatic plays. He oh, he made a catch we- that play yeah. he made this weekend. Yeah. On yeah, Jimenez. He- yeah, he is. And good. then doubled
1: up Arias. Yeah. That was um,
0: incredible. Ari Ari yeah, let's get into him in one sec, but let me just can I just say one thing? Ahmed's <laughs> yes. up to Ahmed's up to 262. So he he was hitting about you know 215. Oh, two he'll finish ago. the year so 285. So he's 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 actually I'll give him this. He is hitting the ball, and when he gets on base, he flies around those base paths. I mean, that triple he had this week where he just he just turns on he he is something else. So he did this week. He had a four hit game and two three hit games. So, you know, he's starting to come around. Hey, the bats are warm. You know, I know, I know. Zach and uh, and TJ hate that bit. The you know hitting when the the when the when the weather, weather gets good, they'll up. start hitting. Yeah, Ahmed yeah. is a notorious slow starter, and hopefully, you know, things are improving in that vein. But they're my, leaving him in the two hole. I'm telling my you, my that. biggest issue. Look, he's not. <clears throat> we can
1: do the. He should move out of the two hole bit, yeah, but we it's don't. Not have happening. To do
0: no, and I just, my, they don't have anybody hitting, issue. so it
1: doesn't matter. <laughs> right. My biggest issue is defensively. I just, yeah, I think he, he lacks range. Balls hit right at him. He doesn't, you know, if it's to the left or the right, he doesn't make the play. And we watched what a, a legitimately, uh, uh, what a, a legit shortstop defensively looks like this weekend in Neto. Um, even earlier in the week, Baez made a couple of nice plays and he's a dog, but he, he's really good on defense. And Ahmed just is, you know, dropping pop-ups. And like we said, Arias missing the cutoff, man. And just too many mistakes being made. Zanino made a nice play yesterday backing up the the, the throw that was away and then tagging the runner on that double play. that was good. That was good. Other than that, it's just they've got to clean it up. And hopefully what happened yesterday, which was amazing, and Naylor doing it again and kind of looking back at the Angel dugout. That was pretty good. That that boards (laughs) them to something big. They've played pretty well the last couple of years. Uh, Up at that dump on the south side in Chicago. So hopefully, uh, you know, they're not facing any lefties in this series coming up. We'll get you the pitching matchups, So that's good. Um, And we'll see where this goes. But hopefully some momentum here. Five and four homestand. But it would have been a big difference if yesterday they didn't get the Naylor home run and maybe ended up losing. Class A has been an issue. What's up with Manny, man? Leads the league in saves and leads the league in
0: blown saves. I don't think I've ever seen that before. I'm I'm concerned and you you brought this up last week about you you think it's a pitch it's pitch clock related I'm concerned he's just again I come back to the fact that he is not striking anyone out no I mean yeah he got the save yesterday but they had a three-run lead and he gave up two runs Friday night he blew the save like and and again on Friday night by the way he got the double play ball that he needed and it you know there was the the guy was stealing, the pinch runner was stealing. He couldn't. And, and Andres made that terrible throw home. So, you know, maybe things go a little bit differently if, you know, they could, are able to turn the double player. Andres just takes the out and, I mean, he still would have blown the save, but it, it's definitely a concern. I mean, this is a guy who is throwing, you know, normally, you know, 99, 100. Every, everything last year was 100, 100, you know, 101, 99, everything. Now we're seeing you know, 97, 98, 99, which is obviously a concern. I'm just, my my biggest issue is he just is not striking guys out. I mean, he has, he has only in 21 and a third, he's only struck out 13 guys. That's, that's not, that's just not him. You know, whiff
1: rate. Yeah. Well, it's it's when you're closer,
0: it's a big deal. He's 13 strikeouts and five walks from your closer in 21 and a third is it's not ideal no
1: no and and he still has a lot of saves and he still is the guy you got to go
0: to um i'm not ready to like take him off i saw some people on twitter going at what point are you thinking about moving to stefan you know we're we're not there yet
1: no i think all of these guys are under a lot of pressure i do think the pitch clock i mean i think he had a rhythm and a routine for the last couple of years where he was able to take his time able to take that extra beat that extra breath and now I think he's rushing, and I don't think the location's been there. I mean, okay, so he's not hitting 101, but it's still 99 on occasion or 98. But it had movement, you know, as Jim Price would say, late movement. But, like, the slider, there was one game, I don't remember which one it was, where he was, like, throwing all sliders. I'm not sure he's got the confidence right now. And some of it is probably between the years. And I think the hedges factor, too. I think he loved throwing the hedges. And I think they had a really good chemistry going. And so it's going to take some more time, but hopefully he he gets it. He gets it turned around. He did his job yesterday, albeit it was a roller coaster. And on Friday, like you said, I mean, Nevin did a nice, did a good job in the middle of that at bat pinch runs and immediately starts the runner or else you're right. That's four, six, three, and that's the game. So um, there's some factors that are, that are playing into it, but he's got to, he's got to get it. We got to get back to the class a from a year ago, no we doubt just, about it.
0: Yeah, we just need the bullpen overall to be back to where it was last year. You know, ninety-nine's been up and down. It's good to have big Sam back. I mean, he he he's just adding a power arm that you can trust at the back end is a huge deal. You know, uh Dilo Santos is you know, he's fine. You know, I like you know, it's my guy, but like it's not like you know, he is he, still under two, I think. Yeah, no, no, no. He he does a fine job, but like him and Eli are kind of those guys where it's like, okay, if you got to use them, that's fine. But they're not on the level of Steph and ninety nine and Class A. So you do have the the depth there, and Sam, and put Sam in that top tier category too. I mean, they listen. They got a lot of good quality arms out there for sure. It's just it just feels like overall as a group, they're not performing as well as they did last year. I don't ever remember blowing like. Listen, I think maybe last year we were completely spoiled by the fact that we just did not blow leads. <laughs> they didn't right. when they when, oh, yeah. when they had a lead late. It didn't matter who was who was pitching in front of Manny or or whatever. They, they just didn't blow leads. This year we've seen that a lot more, and it's probably you know kind of a, regre- a, a regression to the mean type situation with the pen overall. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I I think those roles will sort itself out. I'm not all that concerned. Uh, but i am i do worry about manny a little bit more than we should be i mean I, I was at the game this week um tuesday night with the executive producer and he did say he said i i thought that the one the, the one person that he was the least or the one area he was least concerned about was closing you know i mean we're just penciled in manny to be dominant again but you know f- bullpen's can be fickle and it's just how it goes
1: and they don't hold runners well. Karen Jack can't hold runners. Class A can't hold runners. So now with the bigger bases, with the you know you you can't throw over
0: uh, in multiple times within an at bat. Zanino can't throw anyone out. <laughs> did you see? Did you see the thing this week? He said he was going to start bouncing the throws a little bit more to see if that works. No, I didn't yeah, see he, that. He was talking. I heard it on the uh, broadcast. They were saying that he was considering like skipping throws to see if they got there faster. Maybe that
1: would make uh, those throws Johnny on the spot. Oh, <laughs> Speaking of the God. broadcast, what did you think of the broadcast yesterday? Um, Who's that guy? Um,
0: Vosters, CJ Vosters? I thought it was a little boring. I'll be honest. I didn't listen. I had it on. So we were at, you know, we were brunch and I had it on my phone. You saw the photo. And then when we got home, I watched like the last couple innings with uh, volume. It was I don't know. I, I, I don't have an opinion one way or another, but I always like a different perspective and a national broadcast just to hear something different than what we hear normally every time. I mean, Rick, you know, it was interesting to hear Rick with Mark. Was it Mark Gubiza? Was that who yeah. the other guy was? Yeah. That was kind of a cool thing. I kind of enjoyed having, you know, perspective from both sides from, an, you know, angels. You know, it and was I, I all right. Liked, yeah. I kind of like that. I mean, I to me, Naylor, was, hit,
1: Naylor hits that home run again. And the guy, play-by-play guys i think his name is cj vosters i don't know i don't know if he's a syracuse guy or not i don't know him but he was like
0: (laughs) aren't they all (laughs) but
1: but i think like um i don't know i would have gone a little more crazy i mean that was pretty big home run
0: hammy's call was awesome it was awesome it was one it was one of his best ones in the in 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 a couple years i think he just I, you know, it wasn't his standard call, which I right. liked. It was kind of like a sh- he was shocked kind of call. I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was great. But you know, you know, me and you were in the totally in the tank for Hammy. So,
1: oh yeah, no, I'm well. I'm in the tank for the team. If you uh, go on the ninety two three uh,
0: Facebook page, <laughs> carrying water, Matt Dairy carrying Wait, water. Oh yeah, <laughs>
1: carry. I carry water for the organization. That's what one of the uh, <laughs> commenters said. It was pretty funny because I was on with Garrett oh. Bush this weekend on Saturday morning. And then uh, <laughs> they posted the the spot. Someone said, "I carry water." Uh, Matt and Todd, with you, Dairy Brothers Guardians Cast, waiting for next year. dot com. Uh, groove Ride. If you want, if you want to work out, you want to go somewhere and and break a sweat and really uh, get involved and get back in shape. Todd's the man at Groove Ride. Place is unbelievable. Todd,
0: unbelievable. Hey, you, can I? I just want to say promote one thing real quick. So May yes. is 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 uh, Mental Health Awareness Month. And Friday, the 26th at 6 p.m., we're doing a uh, mental health awareness ride with two of our top instructors, Brandy and Carly. And then it's going to be followed up with uh, a panel discussion on fitness and mental health combined and how they should be working hand in hand. And we have the one and only Dr. Adam Borland from the Cleveland clinic joining us along. Yeah. The panel. No, we have, we have a panel of experts. We have, we including Dr. Adam Borland, we have uh, three mental health experts um, that are going to have a a Q and a on top of it. Plus you're getting food, drink, and a swag bag full of good stuff. It's $25. If you go to the groove ride uh, webpage or, the Groove Ride Instagram. There's a link to our Eventbrite page. It's twenty five dollars, and um, it's going to be a great evening. And portions of that are also going to go to charity, which uh, we have picked out. That kind of speaks to, you know, what we're doing here at Groove Ride with the, you know, with mental health. You know, it's such an important thing. You and I have dealt with a lot of mental health issues um in our lives and we know how uh, you know how important it is so you know the 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 non-profit group we're going to be donating to is called the Missing Link here in Cleveland which is great it's uh, nice yeah it's a children's charity um you know the, for mental health awareness and so please come and check it out check us out at grooveride.com g r o o v e r y d e.com or check us out at grooveride on Instagram And it's going to be a great evening, so if you want to attend for a good cause, sign up, tell them I sent you. And uh, if you're looking for a great studio, as always, for group fitness, come check us out. Corner of Chagrin and Brainerd in beautiful downtown Woodmere, Ohio. So There you go. Check it out.
1: Center for Advanced Dentistry, Dr. Ben Hornston, Dr. The Sean dot CFAD.net, and also a Breaking Tea t shirts. Get your Josh Naylor shirt right now. All I the wore it smoke. on Tuesday, baby. It's only $16 at com slash dairy. I paid full price. What is that? Take it huh. to the – it's on sale. com slash dairy. They got the Jose shirt. Heck, they even got an Al Palowski and Jensen Lewis shirt. All right, I made that up. But Jose, Breaking – BreakingTea.com slash dairy D-E-R-Y, takes you right to the Cleveland Collection. Get your Browns, Cavs, Guardians
0: gear. Great T-shirts at BreakingTea.com. Wait, can I say one thing about the broadcast real quick? This weekend, yeah. Chris Jimenez.
1: Oh, the was, G-Man?
0: Well, yeah, he he was replacing Jensen this weekend. Of all the people they've tried, Pat Tabler, Ellis Chris Jimenez, and I'll throw Jensen in that mix, I think Jimenez is fantastic i do you know he was always known as a good clubhouse guy but you can just see it on the broadcast he's a total natural he's good i he really did, he does a good, good job on mlb radio too when i when yeah I, i'm a fan of the g-man i was yeah. never a fan of his catch of, of his uh of his game but i, I am a fan of his announcing uh, his, his analyst uh style. he
1: does he's good he does a good job he does a good job um
0: all right so <laughs> you want to talk about Gaby? year
1: what, what are we doing in right field because uh you know terry terry Ray is trying everything it's obvious uh oscar gonzalez is back in columbus he's not doing badly i don't think he's tearing it up per se but he's hitting
0: he had a three last i checked there, right? he was
1: six for his first 17 or something and i think eventually that he's going to come back up i think he needed some time to breathe he needed to play every day but this Arius brennan platoon is weak <laughs> it's turning into Michaels and Delucci style here. Oh, mercy. Um and, you know, it you know. I I don't I don't really know what to say. I mean, I know they're trying everything. They want to give Arius an opportunity. He made a nice play Saturday on a ball slicing toward the line, so he's not horrible defensively.
0: No, it's but, never been about Arius's glove. His glove is is good and I got to give him credit. He's got a cannon out there. He's learning. He looks like he can catch the ball fine. It's the bat that's the problem.
1: I mean, he's striking out every other at bat. I mean, he's like 26 of 54 or something in are
0: strikeouts of a bat. I mean, it's ridiculous. And yeah, I, I I got his numbers here. He had, he's uh, it's, it's not looking good here for him. <laughs> he's no. yeah, he, he, he's, he has 10 hits, uh, seven singles, two doubles and a homer. He he's only walked six times and he's struck out 26 times in 55 at bats. Like you yeah. said, and that's, that's not going to cut it. So, I
1: mean, the question is, is what do you, I mean, how, how, how much longer do you try this? Obviously you want to give a guy some sample size. You want to give Arias a chance. My guess is the front office is pushing this because heck he was on the playoff roster last year and not Tyler Freeman Freeman's up, but he never plays ever. I, I don't understand that either. And so, insane, you know, I guess you kind of say, well, where are you going to play Freeman? You got an all-star second baseman, you got an all-star third baseman. And the shortstop, everybody in the organization loves him in the clubhouse. So where do you play Freeman? You got to find a place to to play him. But, you know, right field's been a problem. I mean, you look this week, all right, three games, three righties against the White Sox. Do you just play Brennan three games? What do you do? I mean, I know they're trying to give guys opportunities, but, man, neither of them are hitting. Brennan's not hitting. So... It's a struggle boss right now.
0: Yeah. Brennan and Arias, and we'll even go to Oscar when he was here, none of them are producing in right field. It's become a total black hole. And when right field and catcher are black holes, that certainly doesn't help things. As for Freeman. Center field
1: hasn't been much better this month.
0: Well, it, yeah. But again, if we're counting on Miles Straw to be the guy who's going to hit, then we're in in trouble. I'm just, I'm just saying. Yes. Yes. You're, you're, I got you. So he's the, not going
1: anywhere. I love Miles Straw, but I'm just yeah. saying.
0: Me too. I'm just Three
1: at... spots that no one that, that are producing no offense. Three in the lineup. That's, that's 33,
0: 33%. <laughs> okay. So this week, how many lefties did we face? At least three, right? The Tigers. This threw, week? Yes. Five. The, five. Wentz, Rodriguez, and the three angels. Okay. Left. So five lefties. Would you like to know how many at bats? That Tyler Freeman got this week, Total. two, four. He got four. one start against five lefties. Yeah. Now, listen, I understand the infield situation, but here, do this, and it. it I'm I'm going to say something that's going to be counterproductive to how much we were just talking about how great Josh Naylor was. Naylor can't hit lefties. I mean, I know he went deep this weekend, but why wouldn't it have been one day Freeman plays second base? one day Freeman plays shortstop one day Freeman plays third, all these guys, D H, you know, or D H Freeman, or, you know, I know Freeman's not playing outfield. So I understand that, but like there's zero reason he didn't get three starts at a minimum this week. If he's here, he should be playing more. If he's not going to be here, then why, what are we doing? I mean, you know, they turned Arias into an outfielder and now all of a sudden, you know, he's playing outfield. I'd rather see Arias play shortstop. if He's going to play anything. No, but, but, but they, I I understand, but he's not, but, but Freeman is known as a high contact guy, right? The, the, the the type of hitting profile that they like, let's see it. Then what's he doing up here? If he's just going to be buried and you're when, when you have, you just said this week we're facing no lefties. And last week we faced five. He got one start against five lefties. How many starts do you think he's going to get this week? Right, yeah. Maybe one, maybe.
1: And it'd be different if Arias couldn't play short, then you'd have, but you have a backup shortstop in Arias if something were to happen to Rosario, you know? David Fry came up, and I don't know, like, David Fry is probably 4A, but, like, he came up, and then for the first five games, he never played.
0: He got to catch this week, though, baby. Ooh, almost threw a runner out, but, like... we do have to talk about that catching situation, too, next. Well, that's not good either, but, like,
1: I don't know. I I would like... It's obvious that the organization prefers Arias to Freeman. We saw it in September and October last year, and now we're seeing it now. They're giving Gabby Arias every opportunity, and so far he's done very little. The swing's too long. Um, on defense, he's fine wherever you put him. Shortstop, he's actually a better defensive shortstop than Ahmed. But, uh, you know. So, is so, Adam, so are you. So is Adam Borland. But, like, it's, you know, so – and in right field, he's been okay, but you got to get some more offense from from, from your corner outfield. And, you know, Quan's starting to get on base now. He looks like he's heating up. Naylor obviously has saved us. Uh, uh, you know, Josh Bell has had some good late inning at bats. Um, need more power from him. But man, yeah. right field yeah. and, like you said, catcher. And look, we got to, we got to, you know, transition to it. I mean, Bo Naylor is a monster in Columbus and another two home run games Saturday, including one off a left-hander, a no doubter into the right center. What are you waiting for? I mean, I I've seen what I need to see from Zanino. I know the neck has been a problem. And I mean, Gallagher's over his last 33. I'm sorry. We love the front office and Cherninetti. And we, we talk about it. What a terrible job. for By this front office to evaluate the catching situation. And uh, over the last few years, I mean, you know, hedges, whatever they got him in the trade, the Clevenger deal, and he and he was really good in terms of leadership. But man, I mean, if both the lane, the pick a lane and go with it. I guess I the, to start the season with Zanino and Gallagher, and then you're trying then the, the the Valoria situation, and now Fry. It's a mess. It's a mess.
0: To me, this is pretty cut and dry. Zanino can't hit, and he can't field. Cam Gallagher cannot hit. He's hitting like 030 or something. He's, you know, two. also doesn't throw anybody out. He hasn't gotten a hit since April 9th. Oh, my God. April 9th was his last hit. It's like enough already. Let's get Bo uphill.
1: And I'm not saying Mabry's Valoria would have been this giant upgrade over Gallagher, but
0: no, they're both for a would he on, have been it. worse? <laughs> well, here, just put it this way. Let's look bring it. up Zach Collins. Whee! Zach Collins tearing it up in AAA, by, yeah,
1: by no, the way. No, another, another 4A But special. he's 4A, right. He but, shops at the Heinen's off exit
0: 4A. Yeah, yeah. I, it's just, listen, Cam Gallagher does a nice job with the staff. I will give him that. He is, far, he is much better defensively than um, Zanino. It's, he's
1: not that good, though. Our, no, I'm so tired no, of no, saying no, no, our no, catchers no, do no, a nice no, job no, no, no. with the staff. I know,
0: I know, I know. My point is, they could have gotten... The same type, I mean, th- this is basically Austin Hedges without the good defense. <laughs> and the whole point of signing Zanino was that, oh, you know, he not only can he handle the staff, but he's got some pop, you know? Yes. It's, yes. Not, it's not working. Mm-hmm. the offense is not working. And you have your top prospect triple AAA that who plays yes. that position tearing it up. What are we waiting for? Cam Gallagher is two for 39 on the season. Let's, it's like you want to keep Zanino because you gave him $6 million. Fine. Let him back up, Bo, teach Bo the ropes. He's a veteran play play. You want, even if you wanted to start slow and go, okay, Bo, you're going to play four times and Zanino, you're going to play three. You know, I'm fine with that. It's just like, what are we, we're wasting our time here. The guy is clearly shown down in AAA that he can handle it and you can't give me the old, Oh, well, he needs more seasoning behind the plate. You're cause you're watching Zanino shit the bed back there. So what's the, so, so seriously, you can't tell me that right now Bo Naylor is worse defensively than, than Zanino is right. I mean, no, from I a blocking be, perspective and a throwing perspective, maybe calling the game. I understand that, you know, but right. It's you, time. You need the offense. It's May,
1: it's May 15th. We're not, we're not calling them up in August where it's a major pennant
0: race. You're going to let them breathe by bringing them up now. Plus, he's already been up last year, so it's not like he's going to be awed by. I mean, I'm not saying played a lot, but he was up on the playoff roster. He was here. He's seen. He's been around the major league clubhouse. That none of that stuff should be affecting his
1: brothers on the team. That should help. That too. (laughs) I mean, like I'm with you. I'm usually Mister Patient, and sometimes I wait till June first or wait till whatever. No, I mean the the catching situation is is bad, and um, Bo Naylor just. He's probably done all he can do at AAA now. Seriously,
0: have you confirmed the the date where, um, you know, so so he's not a um, you know, we get the extra ear, the extra year. I look, of...
1: I was looking this up last night. I think it changed.
0: I, I don't think, it did think it's too the with the old, new rules. I don't, I don't think, think the
1: service time rules are what they used to be, which was June first or certain number of games. I think now. Okay, it's so changed. If that's the case. Then just get them up. Let's just here. get them up here. I, I know like enough's enough. Seriously. I mean, and, and you want to start them on the road.
0: Uh, That's why. Yeah. No Absolutely. offense, but
1: us cellular field or whatever they call it. Uh, Guaranteed now, rate field. It's not a hostile environment. Now I wouldn't bring him up this weekend in, in New York. That might Only be a little In much. New York. Uh, but bring him up now. I said Hopefully it, he's on the plane today. But and you're exactly.
0: right. You, you have you DFA Gallagher and call it a day. I said it to you and the executive producer over the weekend on the text. Bo should be in that, should should be meeting the team in Chicago. There's no excuses not to. He 100% should be there. I, I can't see any reason. There's no reasons at this point to leave him down in AAA. There's none. It'd be one thing if Zanino and Gallagher were doing a great job and they were hitting and they were defending and you want to give Bo more seasoning, fine. Your offense is terrible right now. Work, like historically bad and you have someone who can help you in triple a bring him up here and play him it's pretty simple for me
1: yeah and i and look i also know what the front office is probably thinking i from a balanced oh. perspective <clears throat> bow Naylor oh, no, is no a left-handed, left-handed bat, bat. oh good I, but i don't care right i don't care. care i don't care i mean was this a hot topic at last night's uh, mother's day uh dinner or what? What, what did you get mom's thoughts on bow nailer at all or
0: Uh, We did not discuss Guardians baseball (laughs) last night at dinner. I'm trying to think if we did or or if we didn't. Actually, we did because uh, Andrew said he wants a couple of games for him and his friends to to go. He's like, "Yeah, Dad, I'm gonna, uh," you know, now that he has a driver's license, he wants to go to games." Oh, he wants to go downtown and drive. Not with, not with me. He wants to take a friend. So, all right, um, it's fine. So that was, I think, that was the most Guardians talk. Oh no, I did talk to her about Josh Naylor hitting three homers. In three eighth innings in a row. I,
1: I did see your daughter posted a uh, posted the video on uh, IG, so that's good. So she's she's
0: still still. She on loves top her squad, baby. Loves her squad.
1: Oh man. Well, I mean, I think that we've exhausted this. I mean, again, you know, they're right there. I mean, they're they're two under five hundred. The Twins aren't running away with the division, although they beat up on the Cubs this weekend, which is not that difficult to do. They got to start a West Coast trip. They're going to the Dodgers this weekend. It's time to make up some ground, or this week, and uh, starts tomorrow night. You want some pitching matchups? Let's do it. We got a day game on Thursday, by the way. But uh, Guardians off day today, then Tuesday night in Chicago against the White Sox. Lance Lynn and his ballooning 7-over-7 seven seven ERA.
0: Yeah, don't I know it. Member of 10% capacity. Yeah, he blows. Uh, we got to beat up on him. Yeah, Beber Lynn
1: tomorrow. Battenfield and Clevenger on Wednesday. Oh, baby, we get to see Clev. How's good old Mike doing? Hope he's behaving. High, high quality individual. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Logan Allen on Thursday afternoon against Michael Kopech. That's another guy that has not pitched well at all for the White Sox. Really, we're we're missing their top two guys, uh, Cease and Giolito. So got to take advantage here. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, Friday night, uh, Cal Quantrill against, uh, Joey Lucchese. We'll have that uh, on during, during the race
0: or day. <laughs> <Rave. laughs> yeah.
1: And then, uh, we've worked on that Saturday Four ten 10 start Tanner Bybee against
0: Max Scherzer. Yeah. I, I saw the bad news this weekend. We got to face that? Scherzer and Verlander.
1: Yeah. Turdlander Sunday night baseball for Bieber and yeah. Verlander. That's pretty sweet. I'm going to have to turn the volume down because that Sunday
0: night broadcast is brutal. Oh, you don't like Ravi? No, he's boring. He's awful.
1: That's he's actually bad...
0: worse at college basketball than he is at baseball. That's a brutal
1: broadcast. That'll be, I'll have to sync it up on the. Uh... Why don't
0: you go to the uh, K Rod? Are they still doing that on uh, ESPN2? I believe was so. That last year only. Michael I- K. I yeah. You know, yeah, what's sad? I'll, I'll
1: pass on that too.
0: You know, what's sad. I don't know. I feel like 20 years ago, we used to watch Sunday night baseball. I very rarely do anymore. Oh
1: yeah. I used to be, I mean, look, for as much as Joe Morgan annoyed us, John and Joe are awesome. You know? And what makes no sense to me is that John Shambi does the Sunday night baseball on ESPN radio and he's better than the TV broadcast. Don't you want your better people on television?
0: Well, he does. He's doing Cubs play by play. So maybe yeah. that has something to do with it. I don't know. No, but, no, he could still do the TV. You know, you know who loved Joe Morgan? Dad. Oh, I hated him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so three with the White Sox, three with the Mets. Uh, the redacted ex shortstop goes against his former team for the first time,
0: right? Yeah. You know, it's funny because Brooke brought it up. Brooke's like, when the when the Mets come here, can we go? And I was like, it's next year. Right. She wants she wants to go and boo him. The redacted one. Chump. Sunday night
1: baseball. That's that's still pretty cool to be on Sunday night. I'm uh... oh, yeah,
0: I'm excited when it's my team. I just don't care when it's other people's teams. Speaking of TV and stuff, and then we'll wrap it up. Like, I was driving in the car
1: on Friday and I put on Shannon and Skip Undisputed because I think sometimes it's funny to listen I was to say why. It's they're funny. Like, it's you know, I think I'm a Skip
0: fan. Don't WWE, me... it's WWE radio, but essentially. like
1: they don't talk about
0: baseball. No, ever. One, no one does. No, like, you, listen to SV, right. you listen to SV Pod. You yes, listen, I do. You know, I listen to Rosillo mean, the executive producer, our boy, you know, the, the, n- none of these big sports bills. I don't listen to Bill Simmons, but they don't talk baseball. No, no one does. Unless no. you're going into a baseball specific pod, you're not getting baseball talk. Never.
1: cowherd, no. Dan Patrick. None of them. No, none about of baseball. them. Dan Patrick does a little but like mostly it's NBA and NFL and that's it. But, you know, you've
0: been in the business forever. It doesn't move the needle. They right? want you talking NFL all the time. What about Bill Needle? rest in peace <laughs> I, won't, I won't
1: i won't say it oh man next week we'll shout out kenny rhoda is he still on the radio
0: yes he is um, somewhere
1: in like akron or something
0: nice all right man that's right uh the Roadman's oh, right. road crew <laughs> what'd you say i said the Roadman's road crew what about cindelar oh my
1: god all right, that'll do it for the Derry Brothers Guardians cast. WaitingForNextYear.com is where you, uh, are, where we originate the Evergreen Podcast Network. Thanks to the Center for Advanced Dentistry, Groove Ride, Breaking Tea t-shirts. Um, have a great week. Hopefully we're talking about a good road trip here and uh, let's see if this Naylor weekend can save the season and jumpstart the fellas and let's see if there's any uh, moves made by the front office this week. We are officially out of room and out of here.